try again. Okay. Computer systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. So, and, and this is really true. Some of the best things for anxiety is to keep your mind busy. They, 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 they talk about puzzles sometimes. Yeah. Kind of takes you right into the moment. You don't have time to sit there and let the Worry about everything else. thoughts go crazy. Another great distraction for anxiety is to have everyone else's problems happen like boom, 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 boom right around you. And then you simply just forget about yours because you're so busy with everyone else's. That's true, yeah. <laughs> it's after a little... Uh, lunch phone call with the boy which uh which which in my day always sounded more ominous because we didn't have communication with our parents all the time these days uh we facetime i mean my kid facetimes me every day at lunch yeah no you're right because if you got a phone call home right in our time that was bad can you imagine either somebody had like lice or they were sick Or a, hold on, you, you better speak for yourself on that one. I never got the phone call home about no lice. Uh, okay? My sister and I got those all the time. Yeah, no. no, it was either like you were sick or something yeah. happened in class that was really bad. But now, like a phone call home isn't that serious. But like, imagine if your mom would have walked outside back in the eighties and been like, "Oh, I just got off the phone with Jenny at school." Ah! Like there'd be a big to do. But today, it's like we're very much in constant yeah. contact. So um, uh, my son rings in uh, this this lunch hour, and I'm, I'm I'm so glad we have this instant connectivity because. Because really, what he was freaking out about wasn't worth freaking out about. But, um, but to him, it was. He he's getting a not so great grade in one of his history classes, and just had this breakdown of like, you know, Ralphie, Dad's gonna kill me. Yeah, I'm a failure. Yeah. Like, I mean, literally, this. I'm gonna have to come home and tell my parents that you know I, I have this terrible grade, and I'm just like, calm down. Because I remember that back in the day. Remember, yeah. you did some shit in the middle of the day. And then you had to sweat it for the next like four hours or however long it took till like, you had to get home and like deal with the consequences. Yeah, because of going it. home from school was usually the time where you can like take a load <sighs> off and relax, and then instead you're, you're like, all wound up. Yeah, instead you're like, oh my god, I'm going to get in the car, and my mom's going to scream at me. Right, and and instead, like we just had a little you know FaceTime here over lunch and uh, soothe some of his anxieties about a bad history grade. I'm like, dude, your father got a lot of bad grades. It's okay, man. Not it's- only bad progress reports, which is what he's freaking out about. Just just a progress report. But I'm like, I got, don't worry, the whole finale. Like, I got the whole enchilada, the big Fs at the end. I had to do 18 straight months of high school. Oh, Lord. To graduate on time. That's crazy. But I did graduate on time. You did. But I went, like, nonstop to this alternative high school because I just kind of, you know. I feel like out of all the classes to have a bad grade in, here's why history is not so bad. Because history has already happened, so it's all yeah. about memorization. It's you have to remember me- what happened. You have to right? memorize what happened. Unlike you know chemistry and math, where you've got to solve problems. Yeah, that stuff. Like it was funny. He was. I talking was bad to me. at those for a reason. Like, and that I couldn't get any better at it. If it's history, no problem. He uh, brought up to me about how he had pulled up his uh, grades in conceptual physics, and how he's like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of getting that more." And I'm like, "Conceptual fucking." Exactly. I'm like, "Yeah, thank God you get what? conceptual." physics and math if history is your only problem like that's okay we'll work on that but
it. Yeah. I'm just Tech. not, I'm not a fan of like the, the fear parenting because that's what I grew up with. I grew up with a dad I, yeah, who had yeah. no fuse at all. Like he went from zero to a hundred in a split second. You were spanked, right? I was spanked. Yeah. Like he would chase me to my room and I would try to slam the he door and store, lock it. Like, so he yeah. would, he would like run around the house like, oh. Yeah. He'd cha- <laughs> I'm just imagining this because you have to understand the 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 uh, uh, father-in-law I I know and have known is like quite a oafy kind of big dude. So I yeah. imagine he was younger and a little bit more nimble. But in my he mind, was, yeah, in my mind, it's like the abominable snowman. Like, it was, yeah. <laughs> so I would run up the stairs and try to shut my door and oh, lock it before shit. he could spank me. Yeah. And I am not a fan of that type of parenting. I didn't like living in fear of my parents. I don't want our son to have that with us i mean don't get me wrong you know we you can't come home with all left no yeah yeah you yeah he's not gonna come home failing every grade and we're like it's fine you'll do better like that's not gonna work either but yeah i'm glad he's not afraid to talk to us and i think he's harder on himself than we are on him but that's good that's That's, everyone that's That's everyone everyone that's everyone he'll be fine but look at that. See, and guess what? I'm not anxious now. See? So look that's all that. you need, folks, is, is go- other people's pro- You need to be a therapist, yeah. basically. <laughs> Listen to other people's problems and yours yeah. go away. OPP, baby. <laughs> well, welcome on into this uh, 73rd podcast of the uh, Pat and AJ universe. Thanks for being here. Wherever here happens to be, we're in Arizona where it's now a uh, chilly uh, 80 something degrees. I wore a sweatshirt yesterday, you guys. She's bundling up. It was She's bad. bundling up. I- <laughs> What'd you say? Arizona's uh, 80s hit hits, hits different? That's what my friend Jenny said. <laughs> yeah. I joked about it. I was like, oh my God, like I can't wait to live somewhere where 70 is cold. She goes, 70 is going to hit different now that you've lived here for a summer. She's like, you will bust out a I hoodie. Mean, it is funny because we now call have it hoodie season. Yeah, hoodie season. Now, it, it, as we're recording this, today's what, the 20, 27th. 27th of September? Uh, 2021 so i mean traditionally we've watched all of the rest of the country and the, and the midwest and the places with four seasons kind of they've made that big turn now like yes poof, it is fall time and of course since that's where a lot of our folks lie we see a lot of that action on our timeline feeds and meanwhile here in arizona we have consistently now dipped at least in the tucson area below our triple digit days there are no triple digit days anymore, and you yeah. know now they're into the 90s 90s elites like upper 80s and then upper 80s means your lows are probably in, in like the 70s. The night is cold. I mean, it's it's so cliche. It's They say nights in the desert are cold, and it is freaking free. It's just amazing how cold it gets at night. So Even um, when it's 94 during the day, like, it is terrifyingly cold outside at night. So, you know, we're uh, dipping here into a, well, we're just, an Arizona fall. You and I are Midwest kids. Like, we're when it's hot out, when it's 90 yeah. degrees outside, you expect it to be like 75 overnight. Like, still, like, we expect summer nights. In the desert, like, it's 94 during the day, and then it's like barely 60 overnight, and it's cold. See, that's what I was trying to... Uh, that's why I said these seasons are going to mess yeah. with it. This is probably going to be the hardest adjustment. Well, I, I was telling you yesterday that now that we've... Because it's like, you can obviously tell, like we've changed a season yeah. here in Arizona, right? Um, we basically survived what would be like your hellish introduction to being an Arizonan. It's the equivalent to if you wanted to move to Wisconsin, you say, I'm going to go to Green Bay in in December 
And I'm going to, uh, that's when we're going to move there. So my first three months of existence as a Wisconsinite will be in Green Bay in the depths of winter. We basically did that here in Arizona. Yeah. Except we came when the heat came and we walked into a 115 degree oven for three months. The night I picked up Pat and our son at the airport. Yeah. Um, their flight Which was, was Phoenix too. So it was, it was even Phoenix. fucking hotter yeah, in Phoenix. it's hotter in Phoenix because they're not as high elevation. Yeah. Uh, but it was, I remember looking at the clock in my car as I was waiting for your flight. It was 1034 at night and it was still 103 degrees outside. Yeah, that's at night. I was like, this is nuts. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but I mean, now that that but like now that we've gotten through it i'm like wow i'm yeah. like one it's, it's amazing what you're really capable of two uh it's like these next nine months are the reason why everyone lives here yeah i mean it's weird because all of the like festivals and outdoor but nothing starting to pop now. nothing yeah. happens during the summer people literally hibernate here because yeah. it's too hot to be outside but this is the time of year now we've got all these i was festivals gonna say you got that cultural up. thing coming up that yeah, you're a it's part like of to, uh, meet yourself tucson I that's mean, coming up on october Nine. All the outdoor concerts start, which is funny because we know Midwestern folks, what happens to your Pine Knob, to your Alpine Valley? I think everybody, I think they're probably the last show everybody, everybody went to see Jimmy Buffett. The other night at at Pine Knob or DTE in Michigan, but they were it was raining and they were all wearing like sweatshirts and they're like, eh, you know, rainy night end of or, the season, yeah. And you know, it's the opposite of here. Now is when concert season kicks up. AJ is going to see Alanis in a couple weeks. After that. We're going to see the dead in like 28 days. They're both outdoor shows. These are outdoor shows. Yeah. So it kind of shows you like we're now entering what is like, this is the awesome time to, to, to live yeah, in Arizona. So I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I am it all, too. Man. It's funny. I saw a mom on one of my local Facebook pages talking about having like an outdoor birthday party mm-hmm. in November. And it was just so weird because again, not used to that Midwest girl. I'm yeah. like, uh, you know, from, from October till April, you got to have indoor birthday parties if you want to be safe. But I laughed about that because I'm like, we're just, this is going to take some getting used to. Do you think the breaking of the heat is going to help with your quest to have a cat funk free living room? Or is it because you have now invested half a thousand dollars? Oh, God, don't um, say it like that. On a kitty litter contraption. Listen, mama works hard so she can buy a litter robot for her cat. I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, the heat never helps with any kind of smell. I did feel like the heat over the summer was somewhat baking. Baking the litter boxes. The litter boxes, which is just what you want as a cat owner. (laughs) So basically, we've had, that's another struggle we've had moving here. None of the houses here in Arizona, and I assume throughout the desert, have basements because apparently the ground is just too hard. It's a fucking desert. Yeah, it's a desert. It's, it's hard to get through. So there are no basements. They don't really need basements. Like our water heater and all that stuff is in the garage. Yeah. Um, it actually is starting to make me realize how pointless basements really are now mm. that we don't have one. But that's where we used to put our litter boxes in Michigan and Wisconsin. I feel is like, in the like very common for anyone yeah. who has, if you live in a part of the country that has basements, if you have a cat, um, that's and where I, the litter box that's goes. where litter box, and yes, I know all the dog lovers right now, they're all saying, oh, cats are shit in a box. Yeah. Okay, they're we're gross. all, we're all well aware. Listen, dog shit in the backyard, the cat shit in a box. And it's always, I feel like your mission as a cat owner to hide this disgusting box in the most um, pleasant way possible, which for most, like I said, would be a basement. You say, put it in the basement. No problem. No one goes down there. Out of sight, out of mind. I mean, that's another problem, though, is I feel like I didn't clean it as often as I should because it was in the basement. No. 
Absolutely not. You could absolutely let that thing go just a little bit longer than you normally <laughs> would. in the basement. <laughs> but so ever since we've moved here, no basement, AJ's been on like this quest. And the quest has been all about trying to incorporate litter boxes. Because remember, you were in the house by yourself without the cats. For six weeks, yeah. Yeah, for, for about six weeks. So you were planning. I all, have plenty of time, yeah. All the time. How are we going to do these litter boxes? Where are they going to go? Yada, yada, yada. And she did different rooms. She did different types. Yeah. She did different litters. I tried one of those, and, and you'll see it on Pinterest all the time. I'm not saying it doesn't work, but it doesn't always work where you put a litter box in like an end table and either you saw out a side of it or it's got doors, but that's a great way to hide it if you don't have a basement or like our laundry room is barely big enough for the washer and dryer. So that wasn't going to work. Spare bedroom. Now that didn't work. Um, But so we tried putting it in a table. The one cat is so tall that he would piss outside the box onto the end table. Yeah, that was fun. That was gross. Yeah. Um, And I'm like, you're not going to ruin this end table, pal. So we took it out. And then I got two litter boxes that are like the step-in ones. So they enter from the top and then their little head pokes out like a little dinosaur while they're taking a deuce. And that was okay. It worked better than a regular litter box. Yeah. But it still smelled like litter in our living room, even yeah. though they were like, I just, I'm like, I don't know what to do. And I don't want, it, was it didn't weird. smell like cat, yeah, but it smelled I was like say, litter. It didn't smell bad. Like you didn't come in like, but no. like you came in like, oh, there's like, there's like, a cat. In there's, here. There's, there's a cat litter. somewhere, yeah. which I know AJ has always prided herself on having a home that has pets, but does not smell, look, or feel like a house that has pets. Listen, you have to understand, and I'll tell the story real quick. When I was growing up, my grandparents had pets. They had cats, dogs, all kinds of stuff. They smoked in the house. So there was that smell and that film just all over the house. (laughs) Old school cigarette smoke. Yeah, cigarette smoke, pipe smoke. Yeah. And then their animals would shed all over the house, which, Mm. I mean, shedding, that's part of having a pet. It is what it is. But their house smelled so bad that when we got home, we used to have to take our clothes off and wash our hair because it smelled like smoke and pets. Oh, fun going to grandma's. Yeah, and it was it was just a thing. You came home, you derobed and washed everything and got in the shower, and I'm like, I don't want that in my life. I mean, yeah. so I'm like, I don't want our house to smell like animals. And it, you're right, it didn't smell like animals, but it smelled a little bit like kitty litter. Not dirty kitty litter, just No, but just litter. definitely like there's a, there's a litter box in this room. So we changed the litter and I, I recommend this stuff 100%, pine litter. If you can get your animals used to it, pine litter is amazing. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's by Arm and Hammer, isn't it? I don't it? know. Or, who, or someone, but but it's 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 like, it looks almost like pellets. It like looks like guinea pig uh, food, yeah. Yeah, guinea pig food or like the pellets you use to smoke uh, yeah. meats with. And then... It breaks down into like a dust. That was pretty cool. I thought that was like... And it lasts forever. Yeah. I mean that. Like I bought two big bags and I've only used like half of one because it breaks down and then you clean it and blah, blah, blah. It is a little tough to get your animals used to because yeah, it's pellets. It's yeah. not the fine litter. It's different. So that worked okay, but still we were like, oh, now it smells like Christmas in here. Like it doesn't <laughs> smell like litter. It smells like pine. So we were like, what do it's we do? Christmas time. So I... I have been getting targeted. Obviously, I'm a crazy cat lady. I've been getting targeted by Litter Robot ads for years. I even tried to win one a few years ago because I'm like, $500, kiss my ass. And I'm like, I'll try to win one. And if I don't win one, forget it. And I didn't win it. But now I put it out in the social media universe on the Pat and AJ page. I said, hey, who's got a Litter Robot and why is it so great? 
everybody said it was life-changing. And I mean everybody. Not one person said they didn't it's like it. It's a big it. word. And that's what I said. I'm like, okay. There's very few yeah. things in my life that I consider life-changing. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I was like, wow, this must be pretty great. I mean, I did so much research. I'm like, I'm not dropping 500 bones on a litter box if I don't know if it's going to work. And then I did it. You can make payments, by the way. If oh, Listen, that doesn't count anymore because whenever I try to order like DoorDash, you're like, hey, do you want to pay for this now or do four installments? What's it called? A firm? Is oh, that the one some, that they're... Some new fucking they're hustle. Like, hey, some you want new a, hustle. You want a sweater for $60? Pay $10 a month through yeah, a firm. Yeah, they're fucking you somehow for yeah, more money. Um, but yeah, I bought it. I'm like, let's just do it and see what happens because they, they market it for apartment living because they're like, you don't want your apartment. You can't hide the litter box. True you story. don't want your apartment to smell like cat story and i'm like well we're not in an apartment but we have nowhere to hide the litter box so we got the litter robot in the mail um first of all two points for open box ready oh yeah it comes totally put together it's like you it's in a huge box and listen, huge it is it, it came up to like pat's chest i was afraid of this thing when it got dropped off and Me she's too. like hey go outside and, and bring it in i go holy shit this thing is big well and, and then I, it and came i'm thinking an, if we got to put it together yeah there was like a, another box there was another there was another box that oh. said like accessories and i thought holy shit we're this thing we're gonna have to put the whole thing together turns out the accessory box was like the box of free shit they send you for your cats like dumb yeah. toys um but you literally like i opened up this box and you take it out yeah there's one other box in the box, a little box. Little box. With the adapter. And they're like, hey, want to get started? Plug it in. Plug it in, put litter in. Beautiful. Um, I love pro- I love products like that that are like one, two, three, go. And the I, I would say it wasn't even hard, but the hardest part was getting it hooked up to the Wi-Fi because then you have an app on your phone. See, listen, <laughs> the hardest part, getting the app to work with the kitty litter. Oh, it, it really wasn't it's hard tough. at all. It was connected to the Wi-Fi, oh. but then it, it's it has like it's almost like a gas gauge. It's a real simple. It's a dumb. <laughs> it's a dummy friendly app. It's a poop gauge. Yeah, it's a poop gauge, it's and once it gauge. goes from empty to full, and when it's full, you empty it. So yeah, basically, too much what it does is you put the litter in there. Mm-hmm. Cats go in there. Yeah. They so do their so thing. so explain that. So this okay. so it looks like the Death Star. <laughs> it looks like the Death Star. It is. It's like a big ball, but there's a hole in it. Yeah. And they go into and and and, and this big ball sits on like a base. Yes. So it really does. Like I call it the Death Star because it also ha- it's gray and it has like a blue light. I'm like, well, you can get like a, a white star. one, but I figure that'd be too dirty. Yeah. So oh, okay. So the cats then go into this little globe. Yes, they do their di- they do their business, and boom, they drop a deuce. So they, you do put you have to put regular yeah, litter you put in there. Litter in there. They jump out. What happens next? The litter robot senses that there's they have been in there and that they've done their thing. Okay. And then it rotates. Okay. And they ha- there's a little light inside. There's a little like blue light. Also makes it look like something from Star Wars. Um, but it rotates the poop and the pee out of the litter into a bag in the base. So that all you're left with is clean litter. And then when the bag and the base is full, it tells you, you take it out, you change it out, and you're done. So it's the robot equivalent of every time your cat goes to the bathroom... Cleaning the litter box. You were to go scoop it and just, boom, get it out. Which, if you really sit back and think about it... Well, that's what creates all the smells, is because stuff is sitting in there, and then we, every couple days... 
I mean, I'm look. I'm sure there's some dedicated fucking people that change the, that, their litter boxes yeah, every day. More God power bless to you. you. If you live near me, I pay you to do it. But I mean, I think the point is for all of it is, hey, this one will keep fresh for a couple of days or whatever it is. Well, I, what day did I hook it up? Was it Friday? I think it was Friday or Thursday. Yeah. So now, how that works? See now, now that this is the other thing that people always talk about that that cats do what the fuck they want. So you could buy a five hundred dollar yeah. litter box and they could look at it and be like, cool. I'm going to go to the old one with yeah. the pine shit in it. So first of all, if you have pine litter, you can't use pine litter in the litter robot. So I'm giving that to a shelter. It's fine. It's not a problem. Um, but what they suggest for the transition is put it next to your old litter box. Now we have two. So mm-hmm. I just picked whichever the one they use more because there is one they tend to favor. Yeah. And I put it next to that. And um, they said, basically, don't clean the old litter boxes because they're oh. like cats like a clean place to go. So eventually, if there's if the, if the other litter boxes are dirty, they're going to go into the litter robot. By the way, same thing works to make women go away. Like if you have a <laughs> stop showering, if you have a, a woman in your life, you want her to go away. Just like stop showering, <laughs> stop cleaning your place. <laughs> Uh, but it, I'll tell you, man, they, I got so excited. They, I don't know which one went in at first, but by the end of the night, the little empty arrow had ticked up a little bit. I said, one of them went, one of them went. You were at like an eighth of a tank of dookie. Yes. I'm like, there's a little bit of dookie in there. Um, so it's been really great. I haven't had to empty it yet. And we're recording this on Monday, September 27th. It's about half full right now. Cause I was, cause I was, you You know, see the way Pat, (laughs) Pat looks at this thing Listen. like it's a new girlfriend. Like every time it does something, he I just likes, want to see he, what it does. He's so okay? cute, but you get so excited. Well, not only do I, the cats do too, because this thing randomly starts like moving. It, so mo- it's it rotates. Like yeah. the fucking cats come out of nowhere to watch it. They're like, what is that? What's even funnier now is I figured out that our little dumpster cat, the one we adopted in Flint, he will go into the litter robot, but he won't go all the way in. Yeah. He perches on it. And the litter robot thinks he's in it doing his thing. And then I get an alert that the sensor is blocked. Because he's in there watching it turn around. He's in there. He's on it, but he's not in there. So it can't move. Yeah. And I, I, I figured that out. I'm like, it's not broke. It's just our cat, like, being curious, but not actually going. So... We have two cats. It does work for two cats. That was my biggest concern because they always say with more than one cat, you need more than one litter box. It's a whole other thing. But the main idea with that is that the second cat doesn't want to go potty where the first cat went. Nobody knows who went potty in this one because it filters out the nastiness right away. Wow. So we have two cats. It works for two cats. So We're very close like, to get um, rid of, getting rid of the other litter box. What's your maintenance on it? Would do you have to buy anything? Like so, obviously you have to buy litter, right? All right, yeah, so you but buy we're this doing thing. That anyways, it's yeah. it's five hundred bucks. Boom, that's a price. Um, does it come with a guarantee, by the way? Any kind of warranty? I any think kind of so. guarantee? Yeah, because I, I like scan something. Okay. So, yeah, it comes with a warranty. Right, so, your cost then after that are whatever your litter of choice is yeah. that's compatible with it. And what else? What else do you have to buy? Um, Just the bags. And you don't even have to buy special bags. I mean, I saw a million people on the internet say just use a garbage bag. You don't have to buy the little robot bags. Yeah. It's, a, it's a garbage bag. Um, but my friend Kristen told me online, she's like, hey, I use these bags. They're really good. It's like bootleg bags. They're like bootleg cat litter bags. And she's like, just buy, they're cheap. You buy them in bulk. So yeah, sure. um, I'm like, ah, one bag a week, you know, that's, that's way doable. So I bought those bags. Like I said, though, I haven't had to change it yet. So I don't know what that whole process is going to be like. But so far, I mean, there's no smell. There's nothing. The The cats are fascinated by it. We are already down to two litter boxes instead of three. Because we had two, and then we added the litter robot. I moved one of them into the garage, 
So we are we are pretty close to being at the end of this uh, this this litter journey. So the real question is: life changing, yes or no? Oh yeah, kind of yes. But for five hundred dollars, it better be life changing. <laughs> I got to admit, the only thing that freaks me out about Los Angeles is uh, is all the plastic surgery. I don't get it. Why do people get plastic surgery? You know? Why can't you just admit it's over? <laughs> you know? You had your time. Stop trying to look fuckable in your 50s. It's weird. With their faces yanked back. Looking all shiny, right? Not to mention, they haven't even figured it out. You wait it out. Let them figure it out. Then you fucking go in. Don't be a goddamn hero. Look at hair plugs. Hair plugs don't look half bad now. Saw this guy the other night on TV. He's like, oh, God, I wish I did this 10 years ago. It's like, no, you don't. Ten years ago, when they were stapling ant legs to the top of people's heads. Remember that? Your eyes would water looking at their hairline. Like, is that, is that sewn in? I see pine tar. They used to put you in like a headlock. Hold still. Use like a nail gun. Hold still. Guys would tap out after a row and a half. Fuck it. I don't give a shit. The fact of the matter is this. If any media person from your local weatherman to Kylie Jenner is telling you about anything, they're being paid to do so. Yes. No one, out of the goodness of their hearts, has ever promoted a product for free. Well, not true, but they'll tell you they're not getting paid for it. We used to say that all the time, right? This is an unpaid endorsement when we talk about something that was great, but we say they're not paying us for this. But if they don't say that, they are getting paid for it. Over the years of our broadcast career, it was not um, uh, unheard of for us to be brought what they call in the radio FM world an endorsement. Didn't they change that towards the end to testimonials? Or be, oh, know. they want us to be influencers. Influencer. They, they want us to be cool. That word is even worse. But it used to be pretty common, right? Your local uh, wacky radio DJ says, hey, you know, when I get my car uh, washed and waxed, I go to Joe's uh, Wax and Wash because it's the only place for me. And when you go, tell them that Boner in the Nudes sent you. <laughs> And, of course, Boner and the Nudes are not telling you that uh, because they really want to promote this place. They're doing it because that place is putting money in their pockets. It's all it, – it's, it's very weird how that, that world, you can pay to have a personality lie to you about something, but you can't pay – like a record label just can't pay you to, to, to play an artist. That's very weird. That's where we draw the line, yeah. right? So, you know, for uh, many times we've had the – opportunity to to in, in endorse things and financially be compensated and i'll be honest a lot of the times you do it because you're a starving media personality yes like you make no money and they literally say but as part of you know your incentive package we'll sell these endorsements say, i shit you not and almost every radio job will say hey we're gonna pay you this totally measly wage mm. but and they always follow the butt with the butt. endorsements. You'll get endorsements. You'll endorsements get, pay, you'll get paid to talk about this. Then you get the product for free. Then you get paid. And 99% of the time, you never get an endorsement after that. But still, that's that's how they justify it. And um, there's been kind of waves of them that have gone through the broadcast industry. The one I remember distinctly was the breast implant one. Yeah. That happened like in the early 2000s where all of a sudden like all these morning shows were giving away boob jobs. One was doing like, it was called the Breast Christmas Ever or something. <laughs> It's a great funny. name for it, it though, is. right? 
Um, you probably heard a lot like uh, one of your favorite radio people say, hey, I went and got LASIK uh, eye surgery. LASIK's a huge endorsement. That would come through every now and then. You'd see a new LASIK surgery center would open up in town. And what's better than somewhat, I mean, again, high profile and low profile. This goes, this applies to anyone from super famous Hollywood A-listers down to, like I said, wacky radio DJs, right? I mean, people are always trying to connect with their audience and what can they do it? Maybe you can do it for them. So maybe if you say, I got LASIK at this place, someone's going to go, I should get LASIK, I should get there, LASIK too. there too. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, now that we know the dirty little secrets out there, and yes, we've cashed a, a few checks and I don't think we've ever, I mean, I never felt like we were lying to people. No, I think, uh, well, the only one I felt like I was lying about, we're, we're going to well, talk about, yeah, but, but for the most part, no, I mean, we would, remember we got paid for some Wendy's endorsements. And I love Wendy's. Well, yeah, that's the I thing. I fucking love Wendy's. They were trying to get us to push their breakfast, which we never ate because we were at work. I didn't care about that, but I just but love we, Wendy's yeah, in general. We go to Wendy's, so I'm like, that's yeah. easy to endorse. When yeah. we were working with Scaff Furniture. We bought their furniture and we, it was amazing. We love the Scaff family. We so love yeah. Dick Scaff. So like that wasn't bullshit. It was quality stuff too, that, yeah. That wasn't bullshit. Um, unfortunately, some come through and they're like, hey, why don't you go ahead and 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 do this one? And they can go south. Yeah, I did a Gold's Gym endorsement at my first radio job, and they dropped me after like three months because they said I didn't lose enough weight. Same thing. I had a general manager in Wisconsin before trying to uh, pitch a gym on advertising, said, oh, I'm going to have my wife, who's a personal trainer there, train you. And when you lose weight... We're going to pitch it to him. And then after a month, he goes, hey, you're not losing weight. <laughs> right? Um, so I don't think we've ever done anywhere it's straight bullshit. Because no. I'm just, I'm not a politician. I'm not a preacher. No. I'm not, that's not my, my thing, man. I want to be legit with you. So when this popped up as a headline, I said, oh, fuck. Maybe this will be the cork that unplugs all the dirty secrets of cool sculpting. Aren't those two nice words? Cool sculpting. Cool, cool. which is the opposite of hot, right? It's yeah. cool. So that's soothing sometimes. And it's cool, right? And it's, it's cool. It's, it's sculpting. It's sculpting. Gonna what sculpt are we going to sculpt you in a cool manner? And, and as a woman, yeah, when this came up, I said, that sounds intriguing because just like every other woman on the planet, I am absolutely looking for any way to, you know, cinch my tummy a little bit. What's the story that's in the headlines before you get to your experience? Uh, former model Linda Evangelista has been horribly disfigured by cool sculpting. Now, have we seen the quote unquote no. horrible? And th- this is my only issue with it is because if you remember... Carrie Underwood, a couple years back, oh, she's full of shit. Suffered some kind of facial injury, and before she kind of reemerged in the public, talked about how I'll never look the same. And people were like ready for her to come out like the fucking mask. Yeah, no, you know, like I, we, we were like, what happened to, to Carrie Underwood? Yeah, we expected her to come out, and this is when we were working in country radio yeah. too. So we were expecting her to show up. Oh no, with Queen like, Carrie. Yeah, like like scars all over her <laughs> the face. Fucking a- Elephant Man, you know? Yeah, just, just something the, terrible. And she showed up with like. Happened. A teeny little scar over her lip, and she had clearly had work done elsewhere. Like, her face was pulled tight. But but I was just like, what the fuck? So, yeah, no, you're right. When you say, like, disfigured, you are expecting the worst. We haven't seen a picture, but this is... And by the way, I remember her. She was one of the models in the Freedom video for George Michael. George Michael famously did a video that did not feature him, 
which at that time was a big deal because you tuned in to watch the video to see the artist. And he chose kind of in a fuck you to the industry, all the supermodels to lip sync the song freedom. Well, and Linda Evangelista was kind of in like the Kate Moss era. Yeah, where, oh, she like, was supermodel the, territory. The wayfish supermodel. Yeah. So no, there are no pictures of, of this yet, okay. but here's why I'm giving her a pass. But so, so she posted on her Instagram yeah. saying, Hey, the reason I haven't been you know, a, around you haven't seen me for a mm-hmm. while is because I had this procedure called cool sculpting on, I think she said like her love handles. I, I don't remember exactly where on her body, but it's not, she, this isn't something you do on your face. It's not a facelift. This is not Botox. It's not because I thought that they did it for like right here. You can the, do the it. Underneath the... Uh, yeah, you the, can do uh, it for under chin. The neck thing. But I think she was doing it more like around the midsection. Okay. And she says she's been horribly disfigured and had to have two surgeries to correct what cool sculpting mm-hmm. did and it didn't correct it. And she said she's become a recluse. She's deeply depressed and she's suing cool sculpting for $50 million. Which, I mean, is someone who has made their living from their physical appearance. Yeah. I, I can see, holy shit, you know, if it's something you thought would perhaps enhance it, ends up doing the opposite, so, you are just devastated. Again, she could be walking through the mall and you may not notice it because she's hiding it with clothing. Okay. Again, this is not like a, fa- a bad facelift or a bad nose job. So... This story kind of hits the headlines, and I know my wife saw it because she works in the news now, and I immediately track her down in the house because of all of our years of broadcast radio and all the wacky endorsements we did, and believe me, we did some wacky ones. Remember the Wheel of Meat? Yes. Brought to you by Ski's Meat Market. I was like almost a vegetarian, and they're like, hey, we want you to endorse a meat market. You're like, like, (laughs) fuck it. I'm all in, baby. Um... So you were approached about a cool sculpting endorsement yes. when we worked in Michigan. And was it because it was a new clinic? Is it, is it, it the, brand new? Yeah. The exact same thing. So typical pops up new thing. It's a is, is this sweeping the nation? Is this kind of one of those beauty things that all of a sudden is like everywhere? When it happened, yeah. Okay. Like, I don't think a lot of people were getting it, but it was, they were pushing it hard. Because okay. they're like these, I don't want to call them fads, but they are whatever. They're well, the fads that you see go yeah. through certain populations. And like you see the, we talked about LuLaRoe a couple yeah. weeks ago back, right? So you know, Cool Sculpting claims that they freeze your fat cells away. And what woman out there? Agreed. I mean, what, what? That's a fucking great sell. What yeah. man? I mean, freezing. Yeah, they had male. Cu- yeah. They had male customers. Freezing fat cells away. Yeah. This sound. We should all be beautiful. So why isn't the entire country schvelt sh- sh- now? I totally wouldn't have done this without the endorsement. It was just money I didn't have to spend at the time. Yeah. But they said, hey, you know, you want to do an endorsement with them? And I said, sure. Like, why wouldn't I? And like the way this happens is, is a salesperson comes in. And they're going to want to take it to usually the top-rated station and the top-rated show on that station. Now, sometimes that top-rated show doesn't demographically fit. Yeah. Right? Um, AJ was really kind of in the pocket for who our demographic was. Working moms. Retired moms. Mid-30s. Mid-30s, 40s, 50s. And you were kind of, you know, a salesperson comes up and goes, hey, this is coming to town. Who'd be interested? We were thinking. And they kind of like, you know, usually already have a direction they want to go with it. Yeah. And you were like the obvious target. Top rated station, top rated show on the top rated station. Arguably, in my opinion, the star of the top rated show is you. So you were the easy one for them to go. You can be the voice, the face behind this new 
thing that we're doing. So it was a little weird because the first time I went in, like the office wasn't even totally set up yet. Like it had that very much like we just got here look. Like fresh out the box. Yeah, there was like one big poster on the wall that Cool Sculpting had obviously <laughs> sent them, but like shit wasn't even yeah. totally set up. Is this a franchise? Yes. Oh, okay. So yeah. so so someone went to like a franchise convention. Yeah, and bought into this. And saw this is the next big thing and they go, I got a great location. It's right here in Michigan and wait till I set it up. So you're walking into someone who not, not who maybe a year ago was selling sneakers. Exactly. Okay. That was my other beef with that place is the staffing. We'll get to the cool sculpting, okay. but just <laughs> a the office itself was like barren, yeah. and they never really totally set it up. It always looked like it was they had just moved in. Did it look like the uh, waiting room for a medical marijuana doctor? Yeah. Where there's just like there's like four chairs, like maybe yeah. one poster. It's tacked some, to the wall. There's some boxes in the corner. Well, like what's going on here? Um. So that was weird. Staffing got real weird because I did this for, I think, like three months. Okay. Three months, maybe almost four. But the staff was like a rotating door, and they would bitch about each other to you while they're <laughs> so doing- So a sign of a, uh, a healthy uh, work yeah. environment. It was really awkward, <laughs> and it was every week it was somebody different bitching about somebody else while they're doing your cool sculpting. I'm like, what is happening? What the fuck? What is going on? <laughs> like- so, and, and, and by the way, this is all pre-pandemic, so yes. don't, don't, don't think it's about staffing shortages and people no, don't want to work. this was 2017. So this is back in 2017, and just, they kind of got, all right, so- this is how it gets set up. Hey, everybody, there's this new sculpting thing coming to town. We think AJ should do it. AJ, would you like to do it? Sure. sure why not? Uh, they're going to pay you X amount of dollars, and you also get to go in and get these treatments. Yeah. And then you go on the radio, and it is classified as a commercial, by the way. These were never, you would never hear us like kind of, we're not one of those shows that would weave it into a topic no. or some bullshit. Like it was a defined commercial where AJ would have 60 seconds then to tell you about cool, sculpting. to tell you about cool sculpting and, and your experience. Yeah. And the way they, they got around it, it's not FDA approved. Okay. It's FDA cleared. Mm. And as of a lot of, a lot of, we're learning so much about the FDA. Oh this yeah. Year. Wow. Um, as far as that, uh, when I did research on it last week with the Linda Evangelista story, it's yeah. still only FDA cleared after sure. four years, which I'm like, that's kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of, I kind of thought it was on its way to being FDA approved. It never has it's been like patent pending. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you can't say FDA approved. You have to say FDA cleared. So yeah, it gave my, my, you know, bullshit 60 second, Hey, go to cool sculpting. And they said it could take like a couple of months to see results. What happened after a couple of months was that the procedures got to be excruciatingly painful and longer. And it got to be so bad and painful. And it, no, it didn't work at all. Hold on. I thought it's supposed to be cool. It is. It's supposed to be cool sculpting. It's, it's cool in that it will literally freeze you to death. Okay. Um, it was more painful than childbirth, and I can attest to that. Get out of town. So I chose to have my like my lower tummy, basically my mum tum. Yeah, I you chose to have that. Yeah. Dealt so with. so I was gonna say so so you go to this place and you're like, all right, you're you're AJ, the girl from the radio station that we're paying to be here. Yeah. So what what part do you want to work on? So, I said my tummy. What I was gonna say is, do you feel like then? And this has always been my kind of thing with with this shit is, do you feel like your experience was indicative to an experience someone else would get with someone who walked in there not being AJ? not being um, a paid endorser, would they have gotten the same experience or a better one or a worse one? I think it's it's probably, I, 
think the experience I had is probably the experience most people had. Okay. Because sometimes when you have an endorsement, like the place doesn't treat you great because they have to, they're mad they have to pay you yeah, to endorse right. their product. <laughs> so an, yeah. trust me, they don't always treat you like you're, you know, a queen when you walk in. Yeah. Sometimes they're like, screw you. It's you a know? literal business arrangement. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, no, they treated me fine. I, again, just really unprofessional place. And, and I could deal with that. I'm like, fine, it's a new yeah. business. I don't really care. What else are you going to talk yeah, about you're, while you're, you're laying there? Kind of getting your, your wheels on. Maybe your initial staff yeah. is it the right staff. Sure. It's like getting your hair done. Like, yeah. of course, you're going to gossip with your hairstylist. So okay. I'm like, what else are we going to talk about? That's fine. So how many sessions until you start thinking in your head, like, this fucking hurts and there's no improvement in what they're supposedly working on. So I started it in January of 2017, like right after New Year's, because okay. that's what they were trying to push, you know, get, New get Year, rid of the, New the, you, the, all the that holiday bullshit, weight. Yeah. yeah. So I started right after New Year's, and I started to realize probably by the end of February that A, this wasn't working, and B, it was getting more and more painful. Um, one of my last sessions was so painful. They have a stress ball for you to squeeze, and they blow a fan on you because you're, it hurts so bad Holy you start to sweat. Smokes. And I said, oh, my, like, this is worse than childbirth. I've never been. I, like, did I, you ever think about tapping out? Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. But I was like, oh, you know, pain is beauty. There's no whatever. way. Yeah. See, I was going to say, you don't know my wife. My wife is the baddest bitch you'll ever meet. She's the toughest woman. And she will, you, you'll never get her to tap out. Never. She'd be a woman who'd get her arm broken in the UFC because there's no quitting her fight. So I could see you passing out in this thing before you would say, okay, I'm fine. The moment I knew that I was done with it was when the pain didn't go away after a couple of days. Because usually it was just while you're laying there. It's so terrible. I was going to say, so is this pain that, all right, so you'd go in, you'd get this treatment. They do, it sounds like the fucking ab shocker. So That's you, what it was. you go yeah. in there, you get zapped for how, how long are these treatments? Oh, about an hour. An hour. Yeah. So you're in an hour. How long thereafter? Like, can you just go back to work? Yeah, you're fine. But it, I mean, it hurts a little bit, but okay. it's fine. But yeah, that, that's when I realized that this was no longer healthy is when the, the last treatment I got, I went, it was when my grandmother was dying and I was going to her funeral. I was at the church. I had got, cause I'm like, oh, I got to get my cool sculpting in before I take a couple days off for the funeral, you yeah. know, like got to do it. It's work. Yeah. Um, I was in the restroom at the church trying to zip up my, my pants and I couldn't do it cause it hurt so bad i was on the verge of tears i don't want somebody but i'm like ah it's fine it's my grandma's funeral yeah, they can, can all just pretend that you're, you're yeah. crying about grandma they expect me to cry they're like man she is really broken up <laughs> but huh? yeah i'm like this is the fact that i couldn't zip my pants up and i had to just like pull my shirt wow. down over the top of my pants i said i'm done with this and it was the only endorsement that i have ever w quit on my own because i said i'm lying to people and i don't want to do that and how did that process go? Like when you, cause then you're forced to go to your boss. Yes. Who's a money person. Yeah. This person does not care about anything except dollars coming in. Well, dollars to be going fair, I, I told our direct boss who was the programming guy yeah. and he was like, then don't do it. And, uh, yeah. So he was supportive yeah. of your decision. He's like, don't do it. So then you go to the big boss. But then I have to go to the big boss who's about money and say, Hey, I know this is going to lose us some money, but 
I'm not doing this anymore. I said, I'm lying to people. It hurts and I'm done. And luckily I don't have to go any further than that. Like then it's the salesperson's job to tell cool sculpting, Hey, she's done. Yeah. So that was kind of nice, but I was afraid. I mean, it's radio, you know, they'll, they'll fire you for, for sneezing, you know? So I was afraid that this, I'm like, this could end our career because I'm dropping this endorsement. Sure. And our GM was really supportive at that moment. She never forced me to do it. She's like, that's fine. You know, then don't do it. Mm -hmm. But I told her, I'm like, I just can't tell people that A, it works because it doesn't, and B, it's not painless. It's freaking terrible. And I'm imagining that Linda Evangelista probably went for way longer than I did expecting it to work, and now she's disfigured. So you cease doing the treatments. And by the way, this does not end the company's relationship with this franchise. In fact, the company we worked for then just had another female. Yeah. Um, endorse it. Basically, the number two. No offense, but this is how it looks. Yeah. It's, it's like basketball players. It's a sports team. Yeah. We rank everyone in popularity. And, and you just go down the and, line. And we charge people accordingly. And so after you, there was another female jock. That's the obvious number two. You go to her, and then she agreed to do it. Did you ever talk to her? I don't remember. Because she's gone now. She's out in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. No, I did. But she, see, she left not long after that. Okay. So I think she didn't really do it. So, didn't do so it she much. didn't get a chance to do it a lot either. No. Is this place that you went to still in business? Um, let me, you know, I was wondering about that because it was right next to my physical therapist office. Because, see, I'm wondering with this thing being kind of a, a wave of um, franchisee yes. stuff, if a lot of them could have maybe started to fold. I mean, maybe they popped up around that time and then, you know, because I mean, I feel like if it works, it works. If it don't, it don't. And the word gets out. The community that they're trying to reach, I assume, again, are in the same world. So this place is still around. Yeah. So they're still around. They're still there. So there's, you know, there's moms that like talk and there's yeah. grandmas and aunts that all chitter chatter on the, on the Facebook and next door app. So I'm shocked that, so this place is still around four years later. Still there. And, the, and listen, they're, they don't call themselves like cool sculpting. They do other, and, and I'll give them credit for this, by the way. Um, I had like an acne outbreak, like an adult acne outbreak yeah. that year, which I had never had before. The the facial cleanser that they sold me, yeah, I still use it to this day. It works that great. How do you so, still have a facial cleanser? Hold on, like you bought new? No, right? I, yeah, I buy it new. Okay, every, I was yes. gonna say, do you still have the same tube? No, from I'm five still years using the same brand because it worked. I mean, what they that yeah. so you know that worked great. That's the only benefit that the whole experience had, though. As far as the actual cool sculpting, yeah, the though, cool sculpting did not work at all. So you did not have any no. nothing, no improvement, I no improvement, but no disfigurement either. Like like whatever this this model is is claiming she has disfigurement. No, but and here's why I have no doubt she's telling the truth because after the last couple of treatments, before I decided I'm done with this, it yeah. hurts. Um, your skin would feel very taut and and like hard. Really? For a few days. And I'm like, okay, well, that, like, that's, that's pain. It's painful. You know, I think it's, it's, it's. So I have no doubt if she, if, if Linda Evangelista did this for an extended amount of time, it does not surprise me at all. Well, and I wonder what her tolerance is probably because in her world, you've done a lot of things to. To stay thin, to to, stay beautiful. Yeah. So it's, I'm sure like where you said your little, you know, mantra of, well, you know, pain is beauty like she's lived that life. You can kind of say it as a joke to yourself. Like she's like, nope, that's been my thing. She's had two surgeries that didn't fix the problem. I don't know what I'm more like fucking 
like um, upset or 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 puzzled at is that more the pain that I guess women are willing to endure because of standards put on their beauty, or the financial who gives a fuck that companies um, have when it just comes to making making a buck, right? You know, overall, and I I can say this pretty confidently, the endorsements I did over my radio career were about seventy percent bullshit, almost all of them. And, and like in hindsight now I'm pissed about it because I did, I did an endorsement for cool sculpting, which was crap. I did an endorsement for a hypnotist, a hypnotist who ended up going to jail or I don't know if he's in jail, but he was accused of like literally raping women while they were under hypnosis. Mm. Um, the gold's gym one, they dropped me cause I wasn't skinny enough. Okay. Like overall, are there any, I mean, you know, we talked about a few in the beginning, like Wendy's and scaff. Wendy's was. and scaff was good. Um, I had my physical therapy place after I started going there said, yeah. Hey, would you endorse our service? I said, yeah, cause you, you work, but overall, you know, there's a, quite a few that stick out. But I mean, cool the ones that one sound hokey are like hokey. They're hokey. Yeah. The hypnosis. Is I was going to say like, like the ones that you're bringing up where you're like, well, those ones are bullshit. I'm hypnosis, like, school sculpting is cool cool sculpting yeah and a gym that literally said we want to put you on a billboard in a bikini, in a bikini and i yeah. said that will never happen <laughs> and they said wait till we're done with you and then wait at the end we're done, they're baby. like you didn't lose enough weight you're out of here Get like here. you're right no all three of those were hokey as hell i mean yeah like there's not a person in this world paul mccartney couldn't get on the tv and say hey pat you you know what? Hypnotherapy right now. Right. Let's just, and like, for what? I don't fucking know. Like, like why were you even being uh, hypnotized? Uh, it was for my eating disorder. Your eating disorder. Oh yeah. Jesus Christ. Someone uh, who I works know. in behavioral medicine. As someone who you works in behavioral medicine, <laughs> you went to the fucking hypnotist. Well, it was an endorsement. <sighs> Listen, not all endorsements are bullshit. Most are. <laughs> not most, all. Not all, but most. Um, but don't do the pool sculpting. And you know what? They can sue me for saying that you guys are school pool sculpting is trash. And, and that's why this podcast is sponsored by nobody. nobody. The Pat and AJ podcast network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook. Now at Pat and AJ. Pat and Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.